0: Hoosier United Methodist Podcast, episode 24, with Nick Yard from Camping and Retreat Ministries.
1: That middle, really mostly middle school grade, that's critical. Those are the students you've got to hit. If we're not getting those students um, in our churches to make those decisions, we've lost the battle. This is Jeremiah Gibbs, University Chaplain at the University of Indianapolis. You are listening to the
2: Hoosier United Methodist podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. Welcome to the Hoosier United Methodist podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. Brad believes that a strong connection in the United Methodist Church is essential to achieving the mission of making disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. The Hoosier United Methodist podcast will help you and your church connect with key insights, hear inspiring stories, and learn from successful pastors and people making a difference in United Methodist churches in Indiana. And now, here's Brad.
0: Hello again, good people, and welcome to episode number 24 of the Hoosier United Methodist podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. Welcome to the podcast. I am Brad, so glad that you're with us today. We're going to be talking with, uh, with Nick Yard, who is the Associate Director of Discipleship Development and Camping and Retreat Ministries. That's a mouthful, but it means he works primarily with our outdoor ministries. It's important to me. Very important to me. Let me ask you a question. For how many of you listening to my voice today was some form of camping, church camp, retreats? Something along that line, outdoor ministry is important to your personal faith development. I know it was for me. I have been a part of camping in the outdoor ministries in some form or another throughout my ministry. I went to what was formerly called the Brown County Camp as a fifth grader, now called Camp Monito. And that was very important to me. In fact, I spent a lot of time at Camp Monito, Camp Indicoso, Camp Rivervale, in the South, former South Indiana Conference camping, and I spent many years not only in camps, but I also spent one summer as a camp uh, on a, as a camp staff counselor, and then also directed camps. Probably over 20 camps I've directed in my in my career. So what's important is seeing life change, isn't it? Life change is what it's all about. We say our mission as a church is transformation. That's what we're about. Here at the Who's United Methodist podcast, our mission is strengthening the connection in the United Methodist Church in the state of Indiana in order to come to fruition, our overall mission statement of making disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. One of the best places that takes place is when we realize that we have a great mission to take place with younger people. And one of the greatest venues for uh discipling and bringing young people to Christ is church camp. That's what Nick's involved with. He is a graduate of Purdue University. He got a degree in forestry and outdoor recreation. He also has his uh, master's degree in natural resource development, working on some certification in uh, philanthropy from IU. He's been involved with Outdoor Ministries for some time. He was on, he lived at many of our campsites. He lived at Rivervale and Indicoso as a uh, as site developer, as the site uh, uh, overseer of those places, and some of our other camps as well, including Camp Lakewood. But the last few years he's been involved with the overseeing of all of our uh, construction and all the other development of discipleship in our, in our annual conference. And that's important. Discipleship takes place in the context often of, of, of a church camp setting. It's been said, and I think it's true, Barner Research and others have said that basically, if a person is going to become a Christian and develop in their faith, 95% of the time it takes place as a young person. And the older we get, the harder it is for a faith to be developed. That's a part of what we're going to be talking about here today, and Nick's going to share that with us. He's going to t- tell us about some of the development of some of the facilities that we have going on. Our uh, Bishop Coiner has been involved directly in his uh, last year of his of his time with us before he retires in some really major projects regarding a discipleship center at Upworth Forest, and uh, also building a new lake at Indicoso. He chose that to be his focus of his uh, last year with us because of his care and concern about young people and the camping ministries. And that's kind of about, that's what we're talking about here here today. Nick's going to tell us about where we stand right now in outdoor ministries, where we're going, a vision of what it's all about and where we're going, and the import, importance of the impact and how many young people are involved with it, and how many uh, volunteers from, from our various churches are involved with that as well. And tell us a little bit about this master plan to improve the facilities at all seven of our sites around the state of Indiana, and uh, how we need to tackle some big projects, but it's all about making disciples of Jesus Christ. He's even gonna talk about something called the blog and the wet willy. That's what we're talking about here today on the Hoosier United Methodist podcast, episode number 24 with Nick Yard from Outdoor Ministries and Retreat Ministries. Let's get into the interview right now and today we have a great uh, guest with us who's nick yard who is the executive director of impact 2818 this is part of the discipleship development of the united methodist church in indiana nick thanks for being with us thank you i really appreciate the time great nick tell us a little bit about what that long title i just gave tell us what that means what that's all about
1: well, what it really means is I am the connection of the United Methodist Church back to our camping ministry. So the camping ministry doesn't stand alone. It is a part of the annual conference, and it's a part of the overall plan for the discipleship. And, uh, you know, what that really means to me is discipleship, you know, when you look at the discipleship plan of the, of the annual conference and of of local churches, youth are so critical to that. Critical decisions are made when people are youth. You know, when you're, you know, junior high age, somewhere between fifth grade and, and ninth grade, that's when people are really making decisions, and that's the part that we're really targeting um, with, with a lot of our summer camp program, of course. So.
0: so tell me some of the ways that we're doing that. You're saying we're targeting youth, and you're involved with the campaign and outdoor ministries. Give us some specifics about how we are targeting and what are we doing. Okay. Well, uh, the summer camp program is is the big target for youth, uh, and really it's – it's uh,
1: it's summer camp, and that's one of the beauties, really, of, of Impact 2818. We don't really pretend to be anything else. We are church camp, just just at its core, its basic level, church camp. We're trying to give resources to local churches that will um, attract students uh, to camp and to their church. The You know, the church camp... The kids spend so much time in relationship together at church camp that really when you when you sum up their time, they're spending more time together at church camp than they do if they attend Sunday school class, an hour of Sunday school, every single week for the whole year. They're still spending more time at summer camp in one week. And so that's, that's some of the stuff that we're trying to, to, to get is to get that resource in the hands of churches so they can build relationships with their youth.
0: So how are we doing with that? I'd like to, What I'm getting with that is I'd like to hear kind of an actual good news story of an actual person or a church or some setting where something really cool happened here. Yeah, yeah. Well, so one good story, I'll just
1: use my own church. You know, I'm a United Methodist also. I attend Mount Etna, United Methodist, which is uh, just south of uh, Huntington, north of Marion. It's a small country church, literally out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, we had a youth group that really were only two students, and we encouraged those students to, to you know, to, to come together as a youth group and to invite their friends and try to get other people in. And they've done that. And the, the result has been really that, that we went from two students to uh, this summer we're bringing 18 uh, senior high students uh, to that thing, which is our summer ministry. That's really what we're trying to get to right there is offer a tool for local churches to say, hey, why don't you guys get together and do this fun thing? We'll help you get to camp. We'll help you do these fun things and build relationships. Um, our camping ministry is designed so that Church leadership uh, comes with the the students to camp, helps build relationships, and as they get older and older, it focuses more and more on the student relationships. So by the time they're coming to a senior high camp, the kids are staying in the same lodge together, they're eating all their meals together, they're doing dishes together, staying in the you know same same bedroom space. So they really get to know one another well. Which when that goes back to the local church, that's just you know relationships that have been fostered and built and strong and it's it's really a place where students then can can really develop that discipleship where they feel comfortable talking about their spiritual path and the decisions they've made and where they're at in life
0: well it sounds like if your uh, own local church is an example of going from two to eighteen if that's multiplied across the board uh, or even close to that that's we're heading heading in the right direction aren't we as a part of the process of, uh, of advancing outdoor ministries and camping ministries as part of discipleship making, I know that there's a lot of, uh, well, I would like for, you, for before I get into some of the facility stuff, kind of give me the, your understanding of the state of this whole ministry right mm-hmm. now. Because mm-hmm. it's been fluctuated up and down over many years, but where are we at right now? Because, for instance, I know a lot of young people, have very busy summer schedules, Mm -hmm. things like this, and there has been some challenges then to outdoor ministries along that line, in my understanding is. Mm -hmm. Where are we at right now as we stand?
1: Well, where we're at right now is uh, we have a summer ministry that was designed to do summer ministry. And the problem with that, as you alluded to, is that students don't have much summer left anymore. And so, as we're trying to reach out and offer other programs, so uh, churches can connect with their students at other times of the year, by, besides summer, we're running into all kinds of obstacles just with facilities. Um, Epworth Force, a great example. You know, the bishop's uh, discipleship campaign right now is going, uh, and and we're trying to fund a new uh, auditorium. Well, and this is this is basic. This is kind of where we're at because that auditorium that we're using right now it was put into service in the 1920s uh it has no ventilation it has has no kind of hvac system heating ventilation air conditioning none of that it has no running water there are no bathrooms in it It, i mean okay so where we're at in the camping program is we have a, a a ministry that was really designed to happen in the summer and and translating that into to programs that that can be offered at local churches on a year-round basis is really part of our challenge because we've so never. Some of had this is us having winter-ready facilities. That's right? That's right. Yeah, when you look at the auditorium at Epworth Forest, say, and this is this is really very much like all of our facilities. We have seven camps, all of them were designed for summer, but uh, Epworth Forest, perfect example. The the bishop's a discipleship campaign is is working to build a new worship center there, essentially a new discipleship center, and uh, you know the reason for that is uh, exactly what you alluded to. Students are very busy. Uh, but they have a very short summertime. Those churches or those schools, really, that have gone to more balanced schedules where they have, you know, a four- or five- or six-week summer, and then they have, you know, two-week spring break, a two-week fall break, a a three- or uh, four-week winter Christmas break. We're trying to offer programs during those other times, but we just don't have the facilities. Um, so th- that's what what so we're really adjust to way things are with school systems and so on, right? Absolutely, we're trying to, to move our camping ministry into something that is, that is still useful and productive for our local churches by by tapping other areas outside of just summer. You
2: have to adjust.
1: Yep, have yeah. to continue to adjust.
0: Nick, uh, we have said in our uh, annual conference, real our whole denomination, that our mission is the making of, this, of disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. When it comes to camping and some of the things you're involved with, how are we doing on that and where we stand? Well, one of the things about camp that, that really is,
1: I guess it's really astounding. We know it, uh, uh, and research after research shows it, but uh, the, the, the facts of the matter are people make decisions to follow Christ when they're young. And the ones that do it when they're young are much more likely to stay lifelong followers. That's just fact. I mean, that's just the way it is. People form their opinions. They, they form their, their spiritual background when they're young. If we don't have quality programming for students while they're students. And really, I, the, the, the critical time really is, you know, about fifth grade to about ninth grade. That's, that's really the, the critical time for those decisions. You need programs before that to bring kids up and, and get, some, get them basically information and stories. You need programs after that to follow them up and, and, and get on a right discipleship track. But that, that middle, really mostly middle school grade, that's critical. Those are the students you've got to hit. If we're not getting those students um, in our churches... To make those decisions we've lost the battle uh, the 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 stats are they recur time and time again you can look up on on like barna.com the the, the barna institute's research it shows it time and again that uh, if you're not hitting that age group then you're not hitting them uh 95 of the people that don't find christ during that time of their life won't that's a huge number. I mean, even if it were only eighty percent, that's still a huge number. We've got to reach people at that point. So I, I think how we're doing in the camps is, is great. We are getting kids to make decisions.
0: Um, you know, kids can personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Older person gets it's just that much harder for a transition to take place, and Absolutely. and so the, the the issue has to do with getting people into camps and then helping that to be a resource that they there were decisions and the things that happened there that they can take back with them to their local church settings and from the local church into their local middle school or whatever's home life things like that so that true life transformation can take place. And so that's a that's a huge impact. And it seems like if that's the case that the Indiana Conference is making a renewed commitment in resources and uh and development and so on to do this. Tell us a little bit bit about the resources and the efforts being poured into uh, outdoor ministries throughout the state. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I, I think the, the Indiana conference, and
1: even back when it was the the North Conference and the South Conference, there was always a very strong commitment to youth. We've always been very generous with our programming in terms of, of funding and staffing and, and and trying to make sure we have quality programs available to our local churches. And I, I don't think that is uh, that is halted in, in the least. In fact, I, I think we are making a renewed uh uh, kind of visit to that and you see it in the in the bishop's campaign again i mean the bishop had um, the choice to to really put time into whatever he wanted to in his last year or two here before he retired and what he chose was was camp and i really i respect that because he he, he recognizes that how critical this age group is how critical a program for them is and and he's invested a bunch of his time uh developing resources for the camping ministry. And so we as Indiana Conference, we've been very generous and very supportive of the ministry and we need to continue to do that. I mean, we need to continue to reach out to our students. That's how we're going to be a successful church.
0: And just to be somewhat specific for a minute, we've mm-hmm. got some big projects at Upworth Forest and at Indicoso and Manito and just touch yeah. on a couple of those yeah. the the main projects that are a part of the bishops campaign right now because there's always
1: fundraising projects going on at all seven of the sites everything from putting on new roofs to building a whole new building so we have seven sites there they've all got a project going all the time but the bishop looked at the master plan of Epworth forest and and then at indikoso and said hey let's tackle something big right now you know let's let's go for something big so the the biggest project right now is the uh the new worship center the the Disciples Center at Epworth Forest and uh, so that's that's the number one project the bishop wanted to, to tackle so that one is underway we're actually breaking ground in August so the fundraising is going well and uh, like I said groundbreaking will happen uh, the second project uh, this is this has been a whole you know series it, it's a it's progression and again generosity of the United Methodist people of Indiana have seen uh lots of, of progress. So we built two new lodges at Epworth Forest just a couple of years ago. And uh and, and our kind of deal with the county was you build those two lodges and then you're gonna have to build a new entrance road and do some utility things and everything else before you can continue on developing the site. So we've accomplished all that. We have a new entrance road, we've moved utilities, we've made some improvements, uh kind of an in infrastructure and things, and now we're mo- ready to move on to this big uh discipleship center. And now now that we're, we're breaking ground on that, the next project in the Bishops' campaign was the next, number three, uh, Waterfront Lodge. And this is to be a bigger one. Uh, we're, we're currently raising money for that, intend to break ground in that, uh, for that in uh, August. Uh, with that project uh, underway, we moved to Camp Indicoso. And those uh, affiliated with Camp Indicoso knows the, the problems with the lake and, and uh, activities down there. Waterfront has always been a struggle there. Uh, Waterfront is huge at camp. And, again, we're talking a camp that's primarily junior high kids. And uh, to have a water facility, and we're talking cool stuff like, uh, you know, blobs and, and uh, wet willy slides and all these other kind of things that really draw kids to camp so they can make that. Uh, those so no more a
0: sl- a slushy marsh like the I experienced when I was uh, went to Indicoso as a 7th grader myself 40 years ago. No we're, we're, yeah. we're beyond that huh? we're beyond that you know our
1: original plan as we looked at the engineering uh, was to to take that lake bed and turn it into a productive a uh, lake uh, we had some great engineers our, our board member uh, Steve has has worked on that relentlessly looking at the 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 different parts of that and what it takes and we had a plan and then we started looking at water quality issues and other things and we made the decision which I think the the team of people doing it which includes several United Methodists looking at this they they made a decision to uh, or made the suggestion, why don't we move the, the the new lake out of the old lake bed so we don't have these water quality issues of runoff from local farms and from, from uh, you know, sewers that aren't working so well and things like that. Let's just move all the way out of that old lake bed and put the lake somewhere where we can control the water quality. That was really a turning point for us. So our current plan shows the lake bed, um, in a different area, of camp up higher uh, towards the, rec- the the rest of the recreation area, but a completely kind of water quality-controlled facility with lots of recreation.
0: Well, that's encouraging to hear. So the, the point is, a lot of things are happening. Yeah. A lot of activities happening in outdoor ministries, and it's all to, to benefit the younger people. It Really, it benefits everybody in our annual conference, our local churches, and hopefully it can strengthen our local churches by strengthening the camping program and bringing more people to Christ. That's a good thing. So if people, Nick, if people want to somehow get involved with with camping ministry, not only all these uh, uh, development ways, but I'm sure there's room for, oh, uh, volunteers and counselors and so on. How can people either get a hold of you or learn more about the outdoor ministries? Right. There's, you're right. There are so many ways people can help.
1: A lot of people don't recognize it, but because, because of the ministry that we're trying to accomplish, when you get to the older kids, and I mean particularly like junior, senior, and high school, and then and then into college and and young adults Um, our greatest program if you will for those people is being counselor for the younger students and we've maintained that we've intentionally never hired program people to do those you know we don't have paid people in ministering to your people we want people from our churches ministering to people in our churches but the the end result here is it takes 1200 people willing to give a week of their time to counsel students in order for our summer program to work that's a bunch of that's more people than i know <laughs> That's 1200 people mm-hmm. and it happens every summer and so that's a that's a real way to do it uh uh you can get on our our website and find information on there there's a tab called uh i want in um and and it can it gives you all the different ways that you can help with the ministry that's uh, impact 2818 uh it, if you search that you'll find it we have uh, numerous ways to get in that um GetKidsToCamp.com is another. There's, there's a lot of ways, but if you search for Impact 2818, uh, you'll find, um, you'll find how to get, how to help us out, and, and how to be a part of the ministry.
0: Wonderful, Gr- great news there, Nick. One more thing, I always like to ask my guests, what's something about you, something fun about you, something you like to do, or with your family, or with anybody else. That's something that's just fun and crazy that you do.
1: Oh, I, there's all kinds of things I really like. It's it's I, I have way too many hobbies. That's the nature of camp. That you kind of go, camp that you you've got to be uh you know kind of interested in a lot of different things to ever make it at, at, at camp. Be a little bit ADD really. You know, it's got it got to be looking at different things. Uh, I love to garden, and I know that's that's not crazy and those kind of things. I have a lot of other hobbies, but gardening uh, is great uh, partly because it's during summer and it gives me a chance to kind of. Uh, you know, um, uh, come down from the high of camp every day when I'm out uh, seeing campers at camp and just kind of uh, focus and, and get in a place where I can spend time with my family. So so yeah, gardening is great for me.
0: Well, our guest today on the podcast is the Nick Yard from Impact 2818. That's part of the discipleship development of our Indiana conference. And it's been a pleasure to have him with us here on the podcast today. thanks again to Nick Yard from Outdoor Ministries. You hear the passion in his voice about Outdoor Ministries. Isn't that great? He really loves what he's doing and that shows. And he's also got some innovative thinking about how we as the church need to be aware about how the the, the lay of the land for young people right now is a little different than it was not too long ago with uh, school schedules taking up much of the summer and people involved with all kinds of activities. We have to think of Camping ministry is no longer just a summer activity, but it's a year-round a, a, a year-round opportunity for discipleship as a retreat ministries come into play in special camps and also the facilities. And of course we have a huge effort going on right now. Uh, we just uh, here in August of 2016 when we're reporting this, just broke ground at the New Discipleship Center at Epworth Forest and got some big plans for Camp Coso for a new lake. Lots of things happening, lots of funds to be raised, lots of things to be done. And we're involved with that. But I hope you heard the passion that we have in order to reach young people for Jesus Christ. Pick up on that statistic that he mentioned, that 95% of the people, if they come to Christ as a young person, that's when it's going to happen. And the older we get, the harder and harder it is for people to make that transition to come to Christ. Therefore, things like camp, outdoor ministries, is so, so important. That's what we're about. We did want to remind you that uh, here at the Hoosier United Methodist Podcast, we're all about... Strengthening the connection in the United Methodist Church in the state of Indiana. One of the missions that we support and is supportive of us is Mission Guatemala under the direction of Tom Heaton. It's at missionguatemala.com. We sponsor this, uh, we're a sponsor and we're supportive of this mission project. We invite you to check it out and see what ways you can get connected. Among Among the many ways you can do so is by going on a mission trip there. Very, very worthwhile. Here at the Hoosier United Methodist Podcast, we like to tell the good news stories about the people and the places and the churches, the pastors, the ministries going on in the state of Indiana. And we would like to hear your stories. If you have them, we have some special episodes planned upcoming and before too long with younger clergy and clergy women, And we look forward to uh, putting those episodes together. But if you'd like to be in contact with us about what you've got in mind, uh, please let us know. You can contact us through our website, united or on our Facebook page and our Facebook group, which is at uh, facebook.com slash Hoosier United Methodist. Therefore, you can keep up to date on everything that's going on. One of the ways that you can help us is by spreading the good word about the podcast to people in your circle of friends and Facebook friends and social media and through your local church and other ways like that. We would certainly appreciate it. And one of the best ways you can always go to iTunes. Find us there and subscribe and rate and review. That helps us a lot. As always of the Hoosier United Methodist podcast, we are all about strengthening the connection and we follow the leadership of our founder, John Wesley, who said these words, do all the good you can by all the means you can and all the ways you can and all the places you can at all the times you can to all the people you can as long as ever you can. Until next time, good people, This is Dr. Brad Miller. Good day and God bless.
2: Thank you for listening to the Hoosier United Methodist podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. We challenge you to be an active listener by subscribing and becoming a vital member of the Hoosier United Methodist podcast community. Visit us on the web at HoosierUnitedMethodist.com and chat with other members at Facebook.com slash Hoosier United Methodist. Until next time, continue to make disciples and transform the world. You know, kids can come to
1: church every Sunday, but unless they're given that opportunity, that point in time where they can kind of step back and say, okay, look around you. There's the big picture. Here's your life. This is what it looks like. This is where you're going. What do you think about Jesus? You know, what do you think about... Uh, the rest of your life. What do you think about the way you're going to live, the decisions you're going to make? What do you think about those things and, and isn't it time to make a conscious decision about that? If, if we can do that with that age group then we've, we've really won the battle in, in a lot of respects.
0: Because As you said, the longer you go with a person not coming into a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, the older person gets, it's just that much harder for a transition to take place and, and so the, the, the issue has to do with getting people into camps and then helping that to be a resource that they there were decisions and the things that happened there that they can take back with them to their local church settings and from the local church and to their local middle school or whatever's home life, things like that, so that true life transformation can take place. And so that's a that's a huge impact. And it seems like if that's the case that the Indiana Conference is making a renewed commitment in resources and uh and development and so on to do this. Tell us a little bit bit about resources and the efforts being poured into uh... outdoor ministries throughout the state sure. yeah. yeah i, I think that the indiana conference
1: and even back when it was the the north conference and the south conference there was always a very strong commitment to youth we've always been very generous with our programming in terms of, of funding and staffing and and in trying to make sure we have quality programs available to our local churches and I, I don't think that is uh... that is halted in in the least in fact i i think we are making a renewed uh... Uh, kind of visit to that and you see it in the in the bishop's campaign again i mean the bishop had um, the choice to to really put time into whatever he wanted to in his last year or two here before he retired and what he chose was was camp and i really i respect that because he he, he recognizes that how critical this age group is how critical a program for them is and and he's invested a bunch of his time uh, developing resources for the much more likely so to stay lifelong followers. We as Indiana followers. Conference, that's we've just been back. very generous I mean, and very supportive of the ministry, opinions, and we need to continue they, to they do that. I and mean, we need their their to continue to reach out to our students. That's because how we're we going to be effective We don't have quality church. programming With for them. students so they're while they're, they're students, and really, I,
0: have the, the, the and critical time really is you know about fifth grade to about
1: ninth grade. That's that's really the main projects that part of this. You need programs before that. There's always fundraising projects going on at all seven sites. Everything from putting on programs groups, after that the building, to follow them up the and the building build. have so on a seven track the they've all got a project going all the really time, but the bishop looked at the master plan so of the four there was this dude so got at it we're not getting those things right now you know let's go let's go for something big so the biggest project right now is the the new worship center the discipleship center at it first time and time you can so that's that's the number one project the bishop barnes has been say so that line the way we're actually trade background we're not hitting fast Fundraising and, and is trying well, to make sure and, we have quality and, uh, programs like said, available to Groundbreaking our will happen, and I I don't think uh, that, uh, is, that uh, is halted uh, in, in the least in uh, fact I, I think we this are this making a renewed you know series kind of visit to that. that and you, and you see again, it in the in bishop's of the campaign Methodist Methodist again I mean, the bishop seen, had uh, um, lots of choice of, to to really put time into whatever he wanted to in his last year or two here before he retired and what he chose was he the and lodges and then you because he recognizes how critical this age group is how critical Program the for them is so we've accomplished a bunch of his time we've moved uh, developing we've made resources some for the camping ministry. Uh, so, we as Indiana and conference, and we've moved, been very generous big, and very uh, supportive uh, and now, of the Ministry, now, and we need to continue now, to do that. I mean, we need to continue to reach out to our that, students. That's how we're going to be a successful church. The next number three waterfront lodge, and this is to be a bigger one. We're currently raising money for that intend to break ground. The main
2: projects that are a part of the
1: Bishop's campaign right now, because there's Always project uh, fundraising underway. projects going we on at all seven of the sites everything from putting and on those, uh, new roofs to building with a whole camp new building so, so we, we have, have the, seven sites the there. with the have all and, got a project and, going and all the time down there. The but the bishop looked at the master plan of Epworth Forest waterfront is huge and again we're talking about something big right now you know let's let's go for something big so the biggest project right now is the new worship center and the discipleship center and all these other kind of things so that's that's the number one project the bishop wanted to tackle. So that one is underway. Like we're the actually breaking when ground I was, uh, in August. a so the grader myself well 40 years ago. And uh, no. like I said, groundbreaking will happen. We're, we're, yeah. we're beyond, uh, the second we're beyond project, that. You know, our original uh, plan as we looked at the engineering is, uh, was to you you know, take that lake bed it, and turn it a into a productive lake. again, elite. generosity of uh, the United Methodist people in Indiana. Uh, our board member, uh, uh, Steve, lots has worked on that relentlessly looking at the different parts of that and what it takes. And we had a plan. And then we started looking at water quality issues and other things, and we've made it. The a new decision, which I think that the team of people doing it, which includes several United Methodists this looking at the they So this. we've accomplished all they, they that. Made a we have a new road. to uh, we're we're move made the suggestion. We've made some improvements the, the, the uh, uh, new kind of lake out of the old lake bed so we don't now have these water quality issues that run off from uh, uh, local farm from And now, you know, sewers that aren't working so well and things like that. Let's just move all the way out of that old lake bed and put the lake somewhere where we can water the water quality. That was really a turning point for us. So our current plan shows the lake. Bed, in, that, um, uh, in a different area of camp, uh, up August. higher uh, um, towards the rec project, the rest uh, of the way, area, but a camp completely in kind of water quality control facility And those uh, facility affiliated with, with Camp and knows areas the, areas the, areas areas the, areas. The, the problems with the well, lake well, and, and the uh, is, uh, activities are are down there. Waterfront has always been a struggle there. Waterfront is huge at camp. And again, we're talking a camp that's primarily junior high kids and to have a water facility. And we're talking cool stuff like, you know, blobs and wet willy slides and Price. all these other kind of things that really draw kids so to camp people, so they, they can make right. that. So uh, there's no more a
0: slushy marsh like I experienced when Not I was uh, went to Indicoso uh, as a 7th uh, grader away, myself 40 sure years ago oh uh volunteers we're yeah. beyond so we're beyond that, so we're beyond that. And, you know our original plan or as we looked at the engineering uh, was to, right. to take There's, that lake bed you're and turn right it there into are so many ways people lake. can
1: help uh, uh, a lot of people great don't recognize it, but because, it, but because, because, because of the ministry we're trying on accomplish, when looking you get to the older kids and i mean different parts of that like what it takes and we had a plan and then we started looking at water quality issues and other things and we made the decision which i think program if you will for doing it which counselor for the several united Methodists and we've maintained that we've intentionally never Hire uh, program, or, or made the suggestion do you why know, don't we have eight people in the new lake out of the old lake bed so we don't have these water quality issues of run off from churches. local but farms. The, and from the end result, uh, here is you know, it sewers it takes that are 1, working so well and things like that. Let's willing to move all the way out of that their old time, old time to to and count the lake somewhere where we can get to work. That was really a turn that's more people than I know. So, our current plan shows a lake bed and it happens every summer in a different area. that's a real way to do it. you can get on our website and find it. Information kind of on water there. There's a tab called uh, I want in. lots of recreation uh, and, and it, can, it gives you all the different well, ways that you can help the point with the is, ministry. A lot of are happening. That's uh, impact a impact 2018. Uh, if you search that, you'll find benefit. it. We have uh, numerous ways to get in that. Really, um, benefits get everybody in to GetKidsToCamp.com is another. There's there's a lot of ways, but if you search for impact 2018, you'll find you'll find how to get how to help us out and how to be a part of the ministry. So if people
0: if people want to somehow get involved with one more thing, I was like to ask my not only all these about you uh, something developed about, about you but i'm sure there's room for oh volunteers and counselors and so on how can and people, and people either get a hold of you uh, or learn I, there's more there's all kinds of things the, i really it. like it's it's right. I, I have way too many hobbies there's so many ways people of can help you kind of
1: people can't you you got because be you know interested in a lot of different things when you get to the older kids and i i'm a little bit add really you know have got to be looking at different things and then the college i know adults that's not crazy you know those kind of i have a lot of other hobbies, you gardening, people uh, Is great, for uh, the partly because it's during and summer. Maintain and it gives me we've maintained that. We've intentionally never hired, program people to do those. You know, we don't have paid people from, from the high of camp, camp every day when I'm out seeing campers camp and Just kind of people in our focus churches. And, and but the a place where the end, end, end result here is it takes 1,200 people. for me. Willing to well, give a week the of their podcast, time to counsel students in order for our summer program that's to work. That's a bunch of. That's more of people than conference. I know. That's <laughs> 1,200 and it's people, on and it happens today. every summer. And so that's a that's a real way to do it. Uh, uh, you can get on our, our website and find information on there. There's a tab called uh, "I Want In," um, and and it can it gives you all the different ways that you can help with the ministry. That's uh, Impact 2818. Uh, it, if you search that, you'll find it. We have uh, numerous ways to get in. That um, Getkidstocamp.com is another. There's there's a lot of ways, but if you search for Impact 2818, uh you'll find um, you'll find how to get how to help us out and, and how to be a part of the ministry.
0: Wonderful, Gr- great news there, Nick. One more thing, I always like to ask my guests: what's something about you? Something fun about you? Something you like to do, or with your family, or with anybody else? That's something that's just fun and crazy that you do
1: Oh, I, there's all kinds of things I really like it's it's I, I have way too many hobbies that's the nature of camp that you kind of go camp that you you've got to be uh, you know kind of interested in a lot of different things to ever make it at, at, at camp be a little bit ADD, really you know yeah. it's got it got to be looking at different things uh, I love to garden and I know that's that's not crazy and those kind of things I have a lot of other hobbies but gardening uh, is great uh, partly because it's during summer and it gives me a chance to kind of uh, you know, um, uh, come down from the high of camp every day when I'm out uh, seeing campers at camp and just kind of uh, focus and and get in a place where I can spend time with my family. So, so, yeah, gardening is great for me.
0: Well, our guest today on the podcast has been Nick Yard from Impact 2818. That's part of the discipleship development of our Indiana conference,
2: and it's been a pleasure to have him with us here on the podcast today.
0: Okay, camping, uh, this is episode 24 of the Hoosier United Methodist podcast. Today's date is August 8, 2016. And the subject of this interview is Nick Yard from uh, Camping and Retreat Ministries. We will start at the mark. Three, two, one, Mark. Hoosier United Methodist Podcast, episode number 24, with Nick Yard from Camping and Retreat Ministries. One more time. Hoosier United Methodist Podcast, episode 24, with Nick Yard from Camping and Retreat Ministries. Here's the opening. Three, two, one, Mark. Hello again, good people, and welcome to episode number 24 of the Hoosier United Methodist podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. Welcome to the podcast. I am Brad, so glad that you're with us today. We're going to be talking with uh, with Nick Yard, who is the Associate Director of Discipleship Development and Camping and Retreat Ministries. That's a mouthful, but it means he works primarily with our outdoor ministries. It's important to me. Very important to me. Let me ask you a question. For how many of you listening to my voice today, was some form of camping, church camp, retreats, something along that line, outdoor ministries, important to your personal faith development? I know it was for me. I have been a part of camping and outdoor ministries in some form or another throughout my ministry. I went to what was formerly called the Brown County Camp as a fifth grader, now called Camp Monito. And that was very important to me. In fact, I spent a lot of time at Camp Monito, Camp Indicoso, Camp Rivervale, and the South, former South Indiana Conference Camping. And I spent many years not only in camps, but I also spent one summer as a camp, uh, on a, as a camp staff counselor and then also directed camps, probably over 20 camps I've directed in my, in my career. So what's important is seeing life change, isn't it? Life change is what it's all about. We say our mission as a church is transformation. That's what we're about. Here at the Who's United Methodist podcast, our mission is strengthening the connection in the United Methodist Church in the state of Indiana in order to come to fruition, our overall mission statement of making disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. One of the best places that takes place is when we realize that we have a great mission to take place with younger people. And one of the greatest venues for uh, discipling and bringing young people to Christ is church camp. That's what Nick's involved with. He is a graduate of Purdue University. He got a degree in forestry and outdoor recreation. He also has his uh, master's degree in natural resource development, working on some certification in uh, Philanthropy from IU. He's been involved with Outdoor Ministries for some time. He was on, he lived at many of our campsites. He lived at Rivervale and in DeCoso as a uh, as site developer, as the site uh, uh, overseer of those places, and some of our other camps as well, including Camp Lakewood. But the last few years, he's been involved with the overseeing of all of our uh, construction and all the other development of discipleship in our, in our annual conference. And that's important. Discipleship takes place in the context often of, of, of a church camp setting. It's been said, and I think it's true of Barner Research and others have said, that basically if a person is going to become a Christian and develop in their faith, 95% of the, of the time it takes place as a young person. And the older we get, the harder it is for a faith to be developed. That's a part of what we're gonna be talking about here today. And Nick's gonna share that with us. He's gonna t- tell us about some of the development of some of the facilities that we have going on. Our uh, Bishop Coiner has been involved directly in his uh, last year of his of his time with us before he retires, in some really major projects regarding a discipleship center at Epworth Forest, and uh, also building a new lake at Indicoso. He chose that to be his focus of his uh, last year with us because of his care and concern about young people and the camping ministries and that's kind of that's what we're talking about here here today. Nick's going to tell us about where we stand right now in outdoor ministries, where we're going, a vision of what it's all about and where we're going and the import, importance of the impact and how many young people are involved with it, and how many uh, volunteers from, from our various churches are involved with that as well. And tell us a little bit about this master plan to improve the facilities at all seven of our sites around the state of Indiana and uh, how we need to tackle some big projects. But it's all about making disciples of Jesus Christ. he even going to talk about something called the blog and the wet willy. That's what we're talking about here today on the Hoosier United Methodist podcast, episode number 24 with Nick Yard from Outdoor Ministries and Retreat Ministries. Let's get into the interview right now. <clears throat> Three, two, one. Mark Thanks again to Nick Yard from Outdoor Ministries Did you hear the passion in his voice about Outdoor Ministries? Isn't that great? He really loves what he's doing And that shows And he's also got some innovative thinking About how we as the church Need to be aware About how the, the, the lay of the land For young people right now Is a little different than it was not too long ago with uh, school schedules taking up much of the summer and people involved with all kinds of activities. We have to think of uh, camping ministries no longer just a summer activity, but it's a year-round, a, a, a year-round opportunity for discipleship. That's where retreat ministries come into play and special camps and also the facilities. And of course, we have a huge effort going on right now. Uh, we just uh, here in August of 2016, when we're recording this, just broke ground on the new Discipleship Center at Epworth Forest and got some big plans for Camp Indicoso for a new lake. Lots of things happening, lots of funds to be raised, lots of things to be done. And we're involved with that. But I hope you heard the passion that we have in order to reach young people for Jesus Christ. Pick up on that statistic that he mentioned, that 95% of the people, if they come to Christ as a young person, that's when it's going to happen. And the older we get, the harder and harder it is for people to make that transition to come to Christ. Therefore, things like camp, outdoor ministries, is so, so important. That's what we're about. We did want to remind you that uh, here at the Hoosier United Methodist podcast, we're all about... Strengthening the connection in the United Methodist Church in the state of Indiana. One of the missions that we support and is supportive of us is Mission Guatemala under the direction of Tom Heaton. It's at missionguatemala.com. We sponsor this, uh, we're a sponsor and we're supportive of this mission project. We invite you to check it out and see what ways you can get connected. Among Among the many ways you can do so is by going on a mission trip there. Very, very worthwhile. Here at the Hoosier United Methodist Podcast, we like to tell the good news stories about the people and the places and the churches, the pastors, the ministries going on in the state of Indiana. And we would like to hear your stories if you have them. We have some special episodes planned upcoming and before too long with younger clergy and clergy women. And we look forward to uh, putting those episodes together. But if you'd like to be in contact with us about what you've got in mind, uh, please let us know. You can contact us through our website united Methodist.com or on our Facebook page and our Facebook group, which is at uh, facebook.com slash Hoosier United Methodist. Therefore, you can keep up to date on everything that's going on. One of the ways that you can help us is by spreading the good word about the podcast to people in your circle of friends and Facebook friends and social media and through your local church and other ways like that. We would certainly appreciate it. And one of the best ways you can always go to iTunes. Find us there and subscribe and rate and review. That helps us a lot. As always at the Hoosier United Methodist podcast, we are all about strengthening the connection and we follow the leadership of our founder, John Wesley, who said these words, do all the good you can by all the means you can and all the ways you can and all the places you can at all the times you can to all the people you can as long as ever you can. Until next time, good people, this is Dr. Brad Miller. Good day and God bless.